the Traveling Designer Podcast. Uh, my name is Rick. I guess I'm the host, or I'll be the, the person talking for the next number of minutes. But uh, it's been a long time. You know, I don't even feel like I can call this a podcast anymore. I'm just like some random person who speaks into a computer every once in a while. But I had to like go back and look at when I did my last episode, and it was December of 20. 2019 or 2020 excuse me so almost two years actually the only reason i was i've been holding off is just trying to get people to crave more but anyway i always say that i when i have something to say is when i'll do an episode and um i feel like maybe there's something to say and you know to be completely honest you know um the reason i do it is for a couple of reasons one to get myself out of my comfort zone because you know it's never easy to just to get up and talk and share your thoughts even if it's to a computer but you're still putting it out to the world and you know i do like to share some of my travel experiences and you know i guess if it can help one person or relate be relatable to one person or you know one person gets some inspiration out of it then it's really kind of all worth it but yeah it's been you know like i said two years so uh i've been kind of i was like thinking about wanting to do one of these and kind of thinking about what I wanted to talk about and I guess you know kind of talk about what I've been up to and that guess that kind of goes into the kind of the subject matter of what I was thinking about chatting about but yeah so Mike over the last two years were completely different than the two to three years previous to that you know so some of it had to do with COVID um, but some of it you know was just other circumstances so you know um when COVID hit, I was in Baja, Mexico traveling and we got over the border and then I spent two months traveling along the Eastern Sierra mountains with friends and pretty normal stuff, you know, stay somewhere for a week or so, move on, blah, blah, blah. And then around June, you know, I was thinking about what I wanted to do for the summer and, you know, travel was still like, was really difficult still. Like everyone was just sort of hunkering down. So I came out to the 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 gorge so like the Washington Oregon border my sister and her kids live out here and so do my parents at the time like I'm actually still in the area like I'm actually in Portland Oregon right now as I as I say this I should have said that at the beginning but anyway I found a place in the gorge which I love and it's a little campground and I ended up spending the entire summer there it was kind of a planned thing I just you know I just just wanted to find a spot and not worrying about, you know, I have to worry about moving around and finding locations and all that kind of stuff and just kind of hang out. Things were still weird. Um, during that time, I ended up um, getting a part-time graphic design gig that was going to start in August and go through into the beginning of November or something like that. So I knew I needed, I was going to work more hours. I was going to need a better work setup and I was going to need better and more internet that I could really do kind of under the circumstances I was living in. So I started looking around for a different alternative place to stay, you know, um, mostly Airbnbs, that kind of a thing. Was looking kind of around the area I was in, you know, the Gorge, Portland, didn't find anything. Ended up finding, you know, broadening my scope of where to look and ended up finding this really cool Airbnb in Boise, Idaho, and it was this old Victorian house. Or maybe I've mentioned this in, in the last podcast, I'm not sure. But it was kind of like, she kind of called it a travel house. Um, there was eight apartments in this house, and basically you had to stay there for at least 30 days. So it was like people who were traveling, and 
you know, coming through the area. So I ended up staying there for the duration of this job plus a month. So I was there, I guess it was September, October, November, like three months. Came back to the Washington area for the holidays. Excuse me as I take a drink here. And then um, started to decide what I wanted to do from there. At that point, I one thing, another thing I definitely realized too is my dog who is still with us. She's She was 16 at the time. She's 17 now. I could definitely tell that she was kind of over kind of like the traveling life, you know, especially like living in the small quarters and she liked the Airbnb. She liked having her own kind of space and, you know, so I wanted to cater to that. I wasn't about to like force her to do something, you know, she didn't really want to do or didn't feel comfortable doing. So I was kind of like poking around kind of, you know, like trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So um, I decided I wanted to be in Colorado. Um, that's where I, I lived for a bunch of years. I'm like, well, you know, COVID's still going on. If I can't, you know, I'd be at least around friends. I might not be able to see them all the time, but I'll have some sort of like networking community there. So figuring like I just got this found this awesome experience in Boise. I'm like, well, this will be easy. I'll just look for the same thing, you know, and find something like this. Nothing. <laughs> nothing to be found whatsoever in that realm started looking you know this looking at regular airbnbs and you know and i didn't really have much airbnb experience you know i think i might have stayed at one or two before uh before the one in boise so um and i think probably around that time i'm sure the prices have skyrocketed because i mean essentially long story short as i'll talk about this i've been living this way now for almost two years so i ended up Finding, I basically lived, uh, found a place out. I was outside Boulder, Colorado, in a little town called Longmont, which is like a suburb, and it was an extended hotel. It was an extended hotel and RV park that was essentially like on Main Street. So it had a few RV spots. It had, you know, I think like two sets of like eight rooms, and the only reason I really liked it is because it had a full kitchen. But the rest of it, I mean, yeah, you walked in and it was big, but, you know, it was a little rough around the edges. But, hey, ended up doing its job and blah, blah, blah. So I spent the winter there, decided I still wanted to be in Colorado, but definitely did not want to be in the Front Range in the Denver, Boulder, Longmont area for the summer because, man, it gets freaking hot. And my dog couldn't handle that. I didn't want to handle that. So uh, I started looking like, all right, I want to go to the mountains. So same process all over again and kind of I kind of had my heart set on Salida. I was there the I guess was it the summer before or two summers prior with um, the escapers and I've been up there a handful of times. So kind of the same process looking, looking, nothing to be found. End up finding another extended stay hotel. And this was um, right outside Salida in a little town called Howard. And it's in turned out to be a really amazing situation um another you know didn't have you know the i was a little skeptical because it didn't have a kitchen um i like to cook i kind of need to because i have lots of allergies and my stomach's always messed up and so it's easier for me to cook than not they didn't have yeah didn't have a kitchen but i'm like all right i'm gonna i don't know something tell tells me this is what i should do and i actually like remember looking at this place I saw they didn't have a kitchen, and somehow I circled back. But anyway, I, I was like, I said unseen, I'm just going to do it. 
got up there and it was this woman from Texas that that runs the place and she's awesome and all of a sudden it's just yeah I just had this community of people that kind of took me in and she'd been over backwards and did everything that that the that she could for me the room was pretty cool like she, they redecorated all the rooms and didn't look like a hotel room at all it looked like a little cabin and she ended up putting a full fridge full-size fridge in there and actually even had a mini fridge in there too um she had a microwave coffee maker um a couple other things and i brought in my two burner so i essentially you know had almost everything that i would have in a camper and more because i had a like i said two fridges so it ended up being a really amazing, amazing time. Everyone up there was awesome. And, you know, all I had to do was like open up my door and I had like this instant community of people. Like there was days where I had to keep my door shut just so I could either like have some downtime to myself or, you know, focus on work and such. So it was, yeah, it was a really good summer. I was beautiful. Got to, you know, I was 10 minutes from Slida. I had a few friends that were living up there. Some of my, tra- a lot of my travel friend, friends came through there on the 4th of July. So it was a really good situation. So then I ended up leaving there and started making my way back to Washington. Um, not really sure at the time. The plan was my parents who have a house there were in Iowa where they just bought a place. So there was a free ha- house just sitting there. So I went through the Tetons and made my way, actually did an Airbnb, another Airbnb in Idaho in McCall for a month. Never been to McCall. It's like I wanted to really check it out. When I was in Boise. I heard about McCall, never made it up there. Spent a month there. Pretty cool place. You know, still didn't, you know, it's only there a month. Can't really get a good feel of the place, but very beautiful. Like I was a few blocks from the lake. You know, the, there's a state park that's like right there. We can talk about that in another episode. And then, um, yeah, made it back to Washington thinking I had a free house to stay in, but my parents decided to sell their house. They ended up coming back about the same time I did, so I spent a couple of months, God, was it a couple months? Yeah, a couple of months there with them, did my best to try to help them out, to help them get moved and get everything done. I did a little bit here and there, but during that time, um, I got... I got diagnosed with a blood clot. So that was, you know, actually, I think it happened when I was in Idaho. I got back to Washington and uh, my leg was just swollen to all hell. And I remember, like, you know, saying to my mom, like, I was so swollen. Like, I feel like if I tried hard enough, I could shoot my, I could shoot my toes across the room. That's how bad it was. So ended up getting diagnosed with that. So now I'm kind of, I'm not necessarily like stuck here, but I got, I finally got insurance and I'm kind of stuck here. I'm still going through doctor's appointments and blah, blah, blah. So ended up staying there through the first of the year. Got an Airbnb. I have two Airbnbs in Portland. And actually, next week, I'm going to be back in my camper for the first time in two years. Found a spot near the coast of the Oregon coast that I'm going to have to be for a month or two. So, wow, wow. So that was kind of like my last two years in what, like a couple of minutes. So, you know, pretty crazy, a lot going on, you know, like, um, actually, like I say, in Portland right now, I've been in the same Airbnb for three months, and it's, if you know anything about Portland, I am on the, like, the Arts District, the Alberta Arts District, so it's cool, it's it's interesting to, like, live in an urban environment and have so much walkability, because it's not something I'm used to, you know, traveling so much, usually we're out in the woods somewhere, so it's been kind of nice, you know, um, like I said, my dog is still, is still cranking, she 
can't do much anymore so we basically kind of live a life of just sort of chilling out so um yeah we'll see how this goes next week and i'm a little nervous about about um getting her back in the camper and keeping her comfortable but you know we're going to be in one spot we're going to be in this place that's it's a campground they call it a campground rv park but i feel like it's it's very it's more of a campground a campground with electric and water and there's showers and laundry but there's lots you know it's mostly con it's not not concrete mostly dirt and grass and a lot of trees so it should be good we can spend our entire summer outside and it should be good for everyone so it's been interesting because i guess the point of what i was kind of wanted to talk about was this idea like it's traveling different you know i think people get you get so kind of like used to the way you travel you know if it's you get in those same it's so bizarre because i have not thought about rving in so long you know that people you know i've talked to some friends and kind of talking about scouting out places and dump stations and all that kind of stuff i haven't had to think about that in such a long time because i've been traveling so much differently over the last few years living in airbnbs and you know extended stay hotels and um you know that kind of thing it's a different way to live it's an expensive way to live i mean essentially i could keep doing this i you know it's it's not bad it's not a bad bad way to live but man it's it is expensive so it's interesting you know like i say i think you know i don't have a lot of a lot of um experience with airbnbs essentially before covid but i kind of feel like you know there's this new way of 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 travel more and more people are going to be living this way and i think it's sort of interesting and um one of the things i'm actually going to hopefully maybe accomplish when i'm out in the coast is looking you know looking for i'm looking for like a little beach cottage on the beach somewhere along the beach along the coast that i might try to possibly rent out when i'm when i'm traveling and uh, make a little bit of money and maybe you know um yeah save some money to get a kind of a place that i really really want and kind of you know kind of cash in on what's happening right now because i think there's so many more people that are out there in the world moving around and traveling that it's you know it's rate you know it's really tough to find airbnbs or that kind of housing it's expensive as well you know i mean it you know i'm staying in a little place that i'm staying in now the location's great you know but it must be maybe a 400 square feet you know like this little tiny house essentially you know it's just got a studio with a bed you know it's got everything i need it doesn't have a full kitchen you know but i'm spending it's close to 1800 dollars a month you know imagine you know putting that towards a mortgage to a place so you know but for a lot of people you know it's that isn't a lot of money to them who are you know might be a two you know a couple who you know have both have good jobs and make some money you know when i was in in boise i met a couple and i believe they were from dc and they both you know i think they both had government jobs and they were allowed to work remotely so they just took off they took off and they were doing months you know they were doing a month in boise and then next i think they were going to montana because they wanted to spend a, a month skiing and then they were gonna go i think to arizona or san diego or something like that and live you know find some warmth and such but i do think more you know i think it was something that people were doing before but i definitely think it's something that more and more people are going to be doing as you know even as covid you know kind of hopefully winding down um i think it's something it's it's a whole new way of living you know i 
when I first started thinking about this, I was writing a bunch of stuff down. I was doing a bunch of research. I found some stuff that I thought, thought was interesting. I don't always have where they came from, <laughs> but there was one thing that said here. It says, by 2025, 36.2 million Americans will be working remotely, an 87% increase from pre-pandemic numbers. That was from Upworks. And let's see what else do we have here. It says, in fact, managers believe 26.7 of the workforce will be will be still be fully remote in 2021, which I think that's about about right. I think that's about what it is. And then in a Forbes article, it was talking. So the data scientists at Ladders insisted that this is the writing is on the wall. Remote work is here to stay. According to their projections, 25% of all professional jobs in North America will be remote by the end of 2020, 2022. Excuse me. So it seems like, yeah, there is this like new way of people starting to catch on, you know, the RV community, I think, figured this out a long time ago, you know, but not everybody wants to like live that way and have to deal with, you know, all the things you have to deal with it being an RVer, you know, there's a lot more, you know, things that I enjoy, you know, um, I don't think everybody necessarily, necessarily likes. So I think it's just interesting to kind of think about a different way of living and how different other people travel, because this is something that you know, I never really gave a whole lot of thought about, you know, I've always heard the the term digital nomad, which I never really liked, and I never will ever call myself that, and if you ever do see me, don't please don't call me one of those, but, you know, it's, it, the term is there, because there's a lot of people that are already, that are already doing it, and I think, this, you know, businesses obviously are, are catching on too, because they realize that, you know, I think before, I think the, the argument was that, people aren't as productive. You know, if you're at home, you've always got so many other things to do and you get distracted and you don't get your work done. But I think, you know, as, as I started reading up, I think people, you know, finally realize or businesses are starting to realize that, you know, that is not true. You know, it's quite the opposite of that where, you know, I think people, you know, don't have to do the traveling or going back and forth to work. Um, you know, I think they're more focused because they don't have, you know, people all around them distracting them. They can just like focus, get the work done, and then move on to things that they want to do, right? So anyway, so that I think there's some interesting things going on. And, you know, as I'm trying, as I'm trying to read through some of this stuff, <clears throat> there's one thing that I just noticed. This was something that I just noticed as well. Um, just, you know, because like I said, now that I'm at I'm on an Airbnb, but I'm definitely on all their email lists. But it was this, I don't remember, I don't, I don't know where this came from. It says, traveling is a big industry, not as big as housing, but about $2 trillion a year. Accommodations for travel is between $7 billion and $1 trillion. Now, there's a third category in between. I think housing will get smaller as more people decide to live month to month and year to year. And some people will even be, le- people want to be less tethered. And when people do travel, Fewer will, be, will travel just for one night or two. It would be for one for more than one week, one month, or two months stays. Said so that's going to be the bread and butter of Airbnb at some point, which I, is already starting, right? Because I just got the email last week how they're changing things up and really focusing on long-term rentals and like splitting. Sp- I think I haven't even fully understood it. I think it's like splitting things up, right? So you can do one month but be at two different places, maybe within a kind of the same proximity. So I think Airbnb is already figuring out that this this wave isn't going to stop. And obviously, um, more and more people are doing are, are, are living this way. 
And why not? You know, like why have a mortgage of some big house that you go to every day when you can move around and, you know, one month you can be at the beach and then the next month you can be in the mountains and, you know, then you can go to a rain, you know, and there's so many people too who obviously travel all over the world, you know, and if I can, I'm scanning through my Word document here, I can find this one, I guess in Portugal, they created what they called a digital nomad village. It says, and essentially it's an entire village of just basically traveling nomads who can go and you can find a place to live there for a month or two. And I know like, you know, extended, you know, nice extended stay hotels are trying to accommodate people and cre and create better work environments for people who, who want to stay long term. So it is definitely something. So it's been interesting to learn because as I've, you know, trying to decide what my future looks like, which, you know, changes day by day. But I do kind of think um, as excited as I am to get back traveling, at least for a little while, the way I was before, you know, even when I was doing it that way, I always tend to get burned out. Like, I mean, I was, you know, I first started living in a, in a beat up 27 foot C-class camper. And, and now if you haven't listened to any of my podcasts or know much about me, I currently live in a, well, starting next week, I have a 13 foot scamp. So I definitely live simply, which I find I like the, you know, the, the, you know, challenges that brings is kind of what I like about it, you know, but, you know, I know people who've been on the road for years and never, you know, get out of their camper. They're just, they're, they're 99.9% .9 of the time. And I've never really been that way. Like even as I sit here now, like in Portland, you know, this is my third month in this place. I'm so itching to get out and just do something different. You know, and I, I get the same thing when I'm in the camper as much as I enjoy it. You know, I just, you know, it's you can get a little burned out, you know. And if you're, when I travel and I'm moving, I'm, just, you know, I'm boondocking most of the time. So, you know, it's constant of like, all right, where am I going to stay? Where is my water coming from? Um, where am I going to find a place to shower? You know, can I, you know, can I hook my solar shower up? You know, can I do this? Can I do that? So usually after a few months... You know, I always kind of, I like to switch things up and do something different. So I think that's um, when I had the idea of, you know, maybe finding a spot, you know, finding a little place to call my own place that, you know, when I need some time, you know, downtown, downtime, I have a place that's mine and I'm not infringing on someone else's space or whatever. And, you know, and then at the same time, you know, make that place available for someone else like me who likes to travel when I'm not there. So we'll see, you know, it's, it's funny. I've, I'm working through the loan process for the first time and actually talked to a realtor on the coast today. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, she was, I think trying her best to try to like be, say, I'm just going to be honest with you because I don't, you know, I want something, a starter place, you know, I'm not looking to spend a lot of money. I just want like a, a nice little one bedroom kind of thing. And, you know, and she was like trying to warn me how difficult it's going to be. And I have been, you know, actively looking now for a number of, of months just to kind of like see what's out there. So it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting um see what transpires over the next uh, couple of months. But I think another interesting part was I had every intention of, of being in the gorge this summer and staying at the same place I did two years ago. And that place ended up falling through there, you know, like two years ago, there there's hardly nobody there. I felt like, but yeah, they said they were, they were full. So I had to find something else. So I ended up on the coast. That was the next place I started looking. But I don't know, maybe it's a little serendipitous that uh, 
I I'm ending up in a spot close to an area where which I'm kind of you know saying I wouldn't mind living and finding a spot so maybe it's all kind of going to work out because I'll you know whenever there's a place I want to look at I'm going to be close by to be able to do that so that will be my summer is uh getting back in my scam for the first time in two years hopefully my dog will be comfortable as she's you know kind of uh reaching the end of her of her of her days but she's still kicking and doing well and yeah looking for a property and then hopefully at some point be able to uh get back on the road and do some do some traveling and doing some hiking and such it's something that you know i haven't been able to do between my dog and not being able to hike and and just having a blood clot yeah i feel like physically i've fallen apart a little bit with a blood clot and got diagnosed with gout as well which is a weird thing like who gets gout it's a, <laughs> i'm blaming it on 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 genes because i think it's a hereditary thing so but um yeah definitely taking advantage of my health care so <laughs> so yeah that's been kind of kind of it. it is you know and what's you know it's been on my mind of uh yeah of just different ways of traveling there's different ways to always you know different different ways to do things and it's always interesting to to mix things up and and kind of like travel in a different way you know i've i've come to realize i i've enjoyed traveling this way because i i usually you know i work as i've been you know staying in places i'll stay for you know two three four months and i mean that's the best way to get to know a place you know um even before i stay a couple of weeks and you kind of get an idea but now you know stay staying in an airbnb like you know the place in boise i was two blocks from from the capital you know six blocks from downtown you know here i've stayed in portland i've stayed at two different places um one more centralized and then alberta like i said i'm a half a block from the arts district i can walk to get food and drinks and all kinds of different stuff and it's so i mean yeah, it's it's cool to be able to kind of immerse yourself into the community and see what it actually would be like to live in a spot you know so i mean and I, i've enjoyed it you know i i much i'd much rather be in the woods i'd much rather be in a national park you know but i'm i always try to embrace you know whatever is kind of thrown at me or whatever you know so it was you know it was definitely my choice to say i wanted to 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 see what the urban you know get back in the urban environment of portland it's a place that you know 20 some odd years ago i almost moved to and i've spent a lot of time here but never like yeah never like this so it's you know and i think from it i do have a new appreciation you know it's it's a it's a good town there's you know lots of parks and dog parks and off-leash parks and trees and interesting restaurants and breweries and all kinds of stuff um, you know, I, I think because of COVID and just big cities, I've had a hard time meeting people, you know, I think that's just a struggle that everybody has, especially as you get older, but, you know, I'm not necessarily going to blame that on Portland. I'm just going to kind of blame that just on, you know, I've always found that in big cities, people tend to be more, you know, bubbleized, you know, um, people kind of stick to their bubbles and it's, it's hard to penetrate those kinds of things, you know, um, when I first you know moved here and i don't know if i'll articulate this well but i met a girl and we were hanging out and hung out a few times and all of a sudden I just sort of like sort of stopped and she was really good about i guess explaining herself over text message and essentially it's just you know i think it's something that we all kind of do is you know we all kind of just automatically put people in categories right and as soon as i went from in her mind, and I think most people do this, the category of possibly being someone you might date to a friend, then you 
just there's rules that go along with all those sort of things, right? You know, and, and I think and the way she explained it is like as soon as she put me in the friend category, she's only responsible her only responsibility to like hang out with me is, you know, once every few months. So it's just kind of interesting, you know, and she meant no harm by it. You know, it's just, you know, interesting, like how that sort of works out. That's a whole nother thing, a whole nother, another uh, chat. But uh, all right, I think that's probably about it. I've been, it's only been 28 minutes, but I felt like I've rambled on for a while. But I'll try to do another one this summer as I'm going to get back in my camper again. I might do a vi video too. When I first got my scamp, I did kind of an introduction uh, to my scamp and I've been doing some work on it. So maybe this summer I'll do another video that talks about my scamp and how it's, you know, how it was, because I think I did it before I even really started living in it too much and uh, do something about, yeah, living in a small little space and some of the things I've done to it over the next couple of years and kind of talking about what it's like to be in it and then out of it for two years and all of a sudden be in that small space again. Yeah, if you don't know how big those things are, I mean, they're about as big as someone's closet. They're pretty, they're pretty tiny. But I've been working on it for the last like week or so, and I'm yeah, I'm excited to get back in it. I think Cause it'll be good. I have definitely have been telling people that I've uh, got a little soft living in the Airbnbs and extended hotels over the last couple of years, and having everything you kind of need in space. So it'll be good. I'm I'm ready for the challenge. That's like I said, a part of it that I enjoy. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. I usually do a quote, and I completely forgot to look up a quote, but I think the only quote I have is, you know, it's never too late to go out and explore and, you know, get out of your comfort zone. You know, it's like, um, it's been a weird, you know, two years, things are not always great. So, you know, mental health is more important than ever right now. So, you know, whatever, you know, whatever that is, if it's getting out in the woods and or going to the beach or, you know, if it's like going to a new city and immersing yourself in a culture or, you know, good restaurants, whatever it is, you know, make sure you take care of yourself and take care of your mental, mental states because it's very important. So until next time, I appreciate everyone listening and uh, yeah, we'll, I'll, we'll be in touch and I'll, yeah, we will chat soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Mm -hmm. To all our episodes and to read our blog, go to www.travelingdesigner.co. That's www.travelingdesigner.co.